Welcome to the Words in Season podcast. My name is Kara Marie Morris, and I want to welcome you to episode five of us looking at the book of Revelations. To me, a long time ago, and even sometimes now, I look into the book of Revelations and I think, how can this relate to me? So I was looking at Jesus's message to the seven churches, and I saw that not only can that message be applied to those churches, but also that I can learn something, that I can have an attitude adjustment based on Jesus's messages to the seven churches in Asia. Jesus's words are the same yesterday, today, and forever, and they were th for the body of Christ then, and they are for the body of Christ now. So I wanna know how I can adjust my attitude to look more and more like Jesus Christ. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Remember, you can find more episodes on Spotify, Anchor FM, on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to share it on your social media. There's more episodes on YouTube and Spotify. And remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. start us out with our foundational scripture for looking at the seven churches in Asia. And looking at the seven churches in Asia, we can see that there's a message from Jesus Christ to these body of believers, but also there's a message to me as a member of the body of Christ in this generation. So there's an attitude adjustment that I can make based on the message of Jesus Christ. Let's look in Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. And starting in verse 22, it says that you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires and to be made new in the attitude of your mind and put on the new created self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. What this says to me is, Kara, you're going to have to be pretty intentional to put off the old man and put on the new man. It doesn't mean that my spirit doesn't look just like his because it does. In Genesis 1:26, it says, let us make man in our image. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit made us in his image. And then in John 4, 24, it says that God is a spirit. So if God is a spirit and I'm made in his image and likeness, then I am, that's who I truly am, is a spirit. But how do I let that spirit man dominate me and not let my flesh, like it said, these deceitful desires, the old self, how do I let this dominate me? One thing I can do is I can change my attitude. That's one of the things that I always have control over is my attitude. I may not have control over the weather, the economy, my family, what's going on in the world. But what I do have control over is how my attitude and how I am reacting to all of these things. So I'm putting off purposely and intentionally putting off the old man and putting on the new man. So let's look. We've been looking at the different churches in Asia. And this week we're going to look at the fifth church. We're going to look at the church of Sardis and Jesus's message to the church of Sardis. Sardis was a wealthy city, a city that was noted to be the place where they first minted uh, gold coins and silver coins to be able to use in exchanges. So it was an important 
military city in, in this Asia Minor area. So it was an important place to be. But what does Jesus say to the church in this area? So what was Jesus' message to the church of Sardis? To the angel of the church of Sardis, I write these words. These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds, and you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Ah, that is already, oh my goodness. I want to make sure that I am living, that I am living a life that is fully surrendered to him, not just a life that looks like surrender, but a heart attitude. So right off the bat, I can see my attitude needs to be one that's alive because God looks at the heart, not just these extra things that I do, not the things that I do on the outside to see if I'm alive, but he looks at the heart. So he says, you have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. So wake up and strengthen what remains and what is about to die. For I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. And remember that therefore you have received and what you have heard. Hold fast to it and repent. Remember in all of these episodes we've looked at so many times, Jesus is saying repent. And repent is not a bad word. It's not a scary word, but it is God's hand reaching out to say, it's, you can change, you can turn. I'm giving you the choice to change your attitude, to change your heart, repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will know not at what time I will come. Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes and they will walk with me dressed in white for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white, and I will never blot out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my Father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And we could say here, who has ears, let them hear today on the Words and Season podcast. Kara, open your ears, the ears of your spirit man, to hear what Jesus is saying. I'm not saying that everything that you're doing is wrong. Jesus is saying not everything that we are doing is wrong, but there are areas in my life. I know that there are areas that they've gotten a little dry, that they've gotten a little dead, but God is giving us something that we can do. We can hold fast to his word and we can repent. So Jesus didn't say that they were just sleeping. Jesus said that they were dead even though they looked like what they were doing was alive. It looked like they were doing a lot of good stuff. They were being successful. Their church was even being successful. It looked like it was alive, but they were dead. So they were dead, not in a good way of like being surrendered, but they were dead in, they were, in that they were needing to be stirred up to having a heart that was fully surrendered to him. So this is good news to me that God doesn't want just my actions, but he wants my heart. So let's go to Hebrews 9, 11 through 14. Good news that I don't have to waste my time just doing stuff that looks good, but that it flows from a heart of being fully surrendered to him. So Hebrews 9, starting in verse 11. But when Christ came as a high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands. That is to say, it is not a part of creation. He did not enter by the means of blood 
of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood and thus obtaining eternal redemption. And the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of the heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctified them so that they were outwardly clean. So how much more will then the blood of Christ, who through he, through the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from the acts that lead to dead, dead works, so that we may serve a living God. Our lives are a living sacrifice. We serve a living God. And God, because of the blood of Jesus, has freed us from doing dead works. The good news in my life is I don't have to waste my time doing stuff that just looks good, but it can flow from a heart of surrender so that it is actually valuable to the kingdom. So an example that came to my heart was I love plants. I love growing flowers and growing herbs. And during this summertime, what do I have to do almost every day? Not only do I have to water it, which is a picture of the washing of the water of the word, adding the water to it, but something that I have to do every day, almost every day, with, especially with my flowers, if I ever want them to bloom again, if I want them to grow and to fill the pots that they're in, I have to prune them. I have to take off, there's so many dead stems, there's so many, when the blossoms have dried up and they're dead, I have to take those off or those blooms are gonna clog up and make, make it so it's impossible to add more blooms. But the more that I prune it, the more that I prune this plant, it's the more growth that I'm going to see. So God rewards all of our growth with pruning. And it's a good thing whenever he shows us what in my life is an attitude that I don't need that attitude anymore. That attitude that I had with my coworkers, that attitude that I had with my family, that attitude that I had with my volunteer coordinator at church. I don't need to have that anymore. That is a dead work. I am not impressing anyone by looking alive on the outside and being dead on the inside. So Christ is telling the churches of Sardis, wake up, Kara, wake up, Sardis. And I'm saying to myself, wake up, Kara, because it doesn't matter what you look on the outside if you are dead on the inside. So 2 Timothy 1.7, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit that makes us timid, but of power, love, and of sound mind. So we can stir up those things in our heart. We can fan into a flame again. We can wake ourselves up as we spend time with the word of God, as we spend time with the person of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it fans into the flame and it burns off all that junk, all those old attitudes, and it wakes us up into being in his presence. It's like, it is, it's like smelling a spiritual coffee. You're like, when you sense his presence, you smell, maybe not naturally, but smell in the spirit, that sweet fragrance of his presence, that peace, the joy, the rest, it just wakes you up and it helps you to realize the things that need to go, the things that need to stay. So dead people, dead people, they don't see signs of the times. They don't understand what time it is, like what Jesus was saying to them. He's saying, wake up. You look like you're alive, but you're actually dead. So some attributes of dead people, 
dead people don't see the signs of the times. He was saying, if you don't wake up, you're not going to know what time it is. Dead people don't see the signs of the times. They don't understand what time it is. And they don't care about anything else because they're dead. But praise God, he didn't just leave them there. He said, hold fast and repent. And then you can wake yourself up. To me, that's saying, Kara, change your attitude. Ask me to forgive you. Repent and turn your ways. And I can make that area in your life alive again. This makes me think of an example of, I remember coming to Bible school and sitting in class. And I remember one of my teachers just exhorting us and telling us, man, that you, how, to, how to care about the loss and what that means. He said, the devil cares more about the loss than some of you people in this Bible school. And I was so cut to, to my heart. It, it was so real to my heart because the Holy Spirit just was, it was a revelation by the Holy Spirit that he was right. When was the last time I was so consumed with, oh, I'm coming to Bible school. Oh, I'm stepping out in faith. And oh, it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. Then I forgot the whole reason why I came to Bible school was the loss. But how do we stir up that heart? How do I change that? So that part in my heart is dead. I prune. I take away that dead part so that more growth can happen. So I have to be alive so that I can know what time it is. Why is it important to know what time it is? Because Jesus is coming soon. In the beginning of Revelations, Revelations 1, it says, Revelations 1, 3, it says, Blessed is the one who reads aloud these books of prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, what is written in it, because the time is near. So alive people, we do see the signs of the times. We do understand what time it is, and we will care about others. So Jesus's message, this is the word in season this week, Jesus's message to the book of Sardis, saying you look alive, but you're actually dead. That's a message to me, Kara, you need to wake up. Maybe you're, maybe I'm thinking, well, I'm born again and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and I speak in tongues. Yes, praise the Lord. In that you are spiritually alive, but there are areas in my thinking, in my attitude, that I can invite the Holy Spirit in and I can say, Holy Spirit, how do I need to adjust my attitude so that I can be fully alive, so that I can leave out those dead works, like it said in Hebrews 9, leave out those dead works and be fully surrendered to you, just like my potted plants, just like my flowers. If I don't ever take the dead away, the growth will not come. So this is good news to me that Jesus didn't just say, you're dead, but he said, you're dead, wake up. It's time to wake up. Kara, wake up in this area of your life and change your attitude. Hold fast to my word and repent because the time is near and it will open my eyes to see. It'll, I'll see the signs of the times. I'll know what time it is. And it brings an expectation of seeing him in my life. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast. I believe that this was a blessing to you. So feel free to share it on your social media. Remember that every time that you tune into the Words in Season podcast, that Jesus has a word in season for you. Thank you.